This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. If you have any topic suggestions that you'd like to hear more about or questions that you're hoping that we could maybe address on a future podcast, you can click the get in touch box right on our website at ktsmoneymatters.com. And the hardworking woman's guide to money available either on our website, KT's Money Matters, or on Amazon. Or of course, you can find our link in the show notes. Working with your investments, retirement, insurance, estate, or tax planning, or just dealing with everyday expenses, your money matters. Let KT Thomas help you make the most of it. This is KT's Money Matters. Hey there, and welcome back. This is KT at KT's Money Matters, coming to you with your tips and quips and ideas about making money, spending money, saving money, investing money, growing money. Needless to say, we've got to talk a little bit about investing money. The market really has gone crazy lately. I'll be back to talk about that and how you might approach this market or not after the break. Hey, Money Matters community, KT here. I could use a little help. And I'm hoping that maybe you, my regular listener, would be willing to give me a little bit of feedback. I've been running the show now for more than 110 episodes. I'm trying to figure out how best to grow my audience and keep it fresh and interesting for those that are tapped into the Money Matter community. How can you get this feedback to me? Well, there are a number of ways. First, you could go to ktsmoneymatters.com and you could complete a questionnaire. This would be great if you are interested in sharing talk ideas or shows that you'd be interested in learning more about in the future. Or you could rate and review my show wherever you listen to your podcasts. But most importantly, if you happen to listen to your podcasts on Apple, taking just a minute to rate and review my show really helps boost my listenership. I appreciate the fact that you listen to my show on a regular basis and that this is an ask that I have for you to help me. Hopefully you'll take a few minutes, rate and review my show and give me some feedback. And remember, you can always send me an email right off of the KT's Money Matters website. I appreciate your feedback. And now, back to the show. You know, I woke up the other day with this song in my head from Peyton McBride. It goes something like, I wish that I knew what I know now when I was younger. Here's what I'll say. Sometimes perspective can change really quickly. And I don't mean when I was necessarily younger, but maybe even, I don't know, a month ago? The market has been on a true roller coaster ride, and the damage has been dramatic and swift with very little safe places to hide. We went from FOMO, a term thrown around the market all the time, fear of missing out, to what I call FOE, fear of everything. In fact, the only thing that we seem to be buying is 
toilet paper. Everything else, we are selling lock, stock, and barrel. This week, as I record this episode, stocks are down in the U.S. between 25 and 30% depending upon what index that you own. Stocks overseas have done worse. The dollar is rallying and even the bond market is starting to lose some money as people panic with what should I do? I wanted to talk a little bit about the power of breathing and about how doing nothing is still doing something and what might be good strategies for you for the long term. Now, in this podcast, I'm not necessarily speaking to my heavy stock traders. You know, I would argue if that you're somebody that's a stock trader or you have some money that you haven't put to work yet, you could maybe start to nibble in on things as the price starts to settle a little bit. But right now, the market has hit its circuit breakers twice this week so far and twice last week. So I would say that that is the ultimate guide of not getting any more stable right now. So if you're a long-term investor and maybe you're saving for retirement and retirement is a long way away, let's say it's five to 10 years plus away, you might want to consider setting the allocation for new dollars going into your 401k to go into a stock market fund. KT, why would I buy stocks in this market? The world is crazy. Well, most of these size corrections, although they're dramatic, they don't tend to be long lasting. Even the long ones aren't really long lasting. For example, the 2008 9 sell off with the financial crisis, quote, the biggest crisis that we've had since the Great Depression, the highest unemployment the highest recessionary numbers. Really, we didn't go down the tubes because we have government programs like Social Security and Medicare that make sure that people are alive, unemployment benefits, FDIC insurance, those kinds of benefits that keep the whole thing from flushing down the hopper when even when things are bad. We, of course, still have all of those things. This isn't a banking crisis. This is a health crisis. I've been an investor for a long time. So back in the 80s, I actually ran the stock loan portfolio for the General Electric Credit Union, secured by General Electric stock for all of their employees. And when the whole world fell apart, some 25% in a day, and prices dropped like a stone, my job was to figure out what people needed to do to raise the collateral of their loan to cover the risk that they had borrowed or find some way to change it. And you would have thought this was going to be a forever problem but it was about a five month problem. Now we could look at the Y2K bubble. The nineties was a terrific decade for stocks. Stocks went up and up and up. You could almost put money in nothing and still make money. People started to feel really smart, like they had figured it all out and they were buying more and more speculative trades, trying to get that extra return. And then they got their hat handed to them. It began in March of 2000 went into a slight recession, but then 9-11 hit at exactly a time when the economy was already weak and forced us into a deeper recession. That took a long time to heal because it wasn't one thing. It was really like three things all together. An overbought market, 
a slowing of the economy, and then ultimately an international attack on our sovereign soil. All of those things changed for a long time the way people traveled, a lot like what I think is happening now where people are afraid to travel. But that was a seven-year event. It was a seven-year event because it took three years to start, and then it took four years to get back. Meanwhile, investors that decided to stick to their discipline during that whole decade were dollar-cost averaging buying cheap shares of mutual funds and of companies while the prices were cheap, kind of closing their eyes and trusting in the system and saying, the market's going to come back eventually. I don't know when that's going to be, but I don't need this money for a long time. So I'm just going to keep putting money in every single month and buy what I can with it so that I'm lowering my overall cost of investing. Single best thing you can do for yourself in a market sell-off is direct your new capital to buy the thing beat up and buy it regularly in small doses over a long period of time and enjoy the recovery. Anybody that didn't learn that lesson in 2000 got an opportunity to get schooled again in 2009 when the market fell dramatically. It started in 2008, but it was done by March of 2009. And then after that, it started its upward trajectory. In the beginning, we made up a lot of ground really quickly, and then it stalled out for a long time, and then it started to go up each year. The last couple of years, it kind of got crazy growth, and we got back to a place where prices were really high. Warren Buffett has a famous saying that says, I'm greedy when people are afraid, and I'm cautious when people are greedy. Now, not everybody Actually, not any of us have the kind of money that Warren has, but what we do have is the ability to decide how our dollars will be invested while we wait. So if you work for an employer, you save regularly into your retirement account, they regularly match. You might want to consider buying more, you know, don't get too stupid about it. You know, buy something right in the middle of the fairway, you know, the S&P 500 or a growth fund or a growth and income fund, buy something domestic, put all the money in that for a while, not forever. This isn't a set it and forget it idea, but for a while, for at least this year. Depending upon how quickly this market recovers, maybe for all of next year too, I don't know. The idea is that periodically you'll rebalance, you'll be buying more shares of what you're trying to accumulate at a price that's lower. Later, when prices flatten out, you can rebalance. Remember that if you're not spending your money today and you sell it out of your investments and just put it in cash, you now have a much bigger problem. How will I ever earn back the money I lost in the beginning? And how will I know when it's okay to go back in the water again? It's kind of a Jaws theme going on in the markets lately. You know, I hear a lot about, uh, oh, you're going to need a bigger boat. And... We might need a bigger boat and it might take a little while, but markets work their way back. This one will too. Everybody always says every single time. This time it's different. But after almost 30 years as an investor, what I'll say to you is, no, it's not. Someday people will still start eating out again and they'll stop hoarding toilet paper. And when that happens, you'll know we're on our way 
to our next recovery story. Take brief breaths. Try not to do anything dumb. Be conservative about what you choose to do and make sure that you understand the risks or seek the advice of a financial advisor until we speak again. Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.